The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Sisters Speak. Today we will be talking about reflections of Ramadan, um, talking about the whole month, reflecting on how it went for us and also discussing the end that we have come towards now. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You're joined with me, Sonia, and also... It's me, Fareen. Thank you, Fareen. Uh, it's only just us two on the show today. It is, yes. Yes. Um, so please tell me what our show is about. So our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and even form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics, social media, Islamophobia, etc. Please note all opinions and views are our own and we respect all other or opposing views. Thank you so much. And of course, if you do want to get in touch, we are on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. That's at Sisters Speak. Um, this is not a live show. So if you do have thoughts, we won't be able to share it live. But obviously, please do get in touch and we're happy to share it at any other time. Um, yeah, so before well, let's just get into the show. Let's just get into it. Okay, lovely. We have much to talk about today. Yes, we do. We do. Um, but I'm going to start with our first segment, which is Thought for the Week. Farine, it's only me and you here anyway, so you're going to have to go first. That's okay. <laughs> what is your thought of the week? My thought of the week. I've been talking about, um, I've been talking with my dad a lot about life. And uh, he's obviously, you know, kind of round out things to g- just give lectures and, and everything and everything. So I was just talking about him and he was t- and he was t- um, saying, saying to me that it doesn't matter how many degrees you have or how many, you know, cars you have. It only matters the way that you are with people. And it really... It's really something to to think about because if you don't have if you had like really good manners and stuff like that, then that's the thing that's important. So if you have I don't know a degree in I don't know in law or something like that, and you're a lawyer now, but you're not good with other people, and you're only good in that degree, then no one's gonna you yeah, know what I mean want to work with you. Wow. Yeah, literally, that's amazing. So I think there's a few things I want to take away from that. First of all, that you were talking to your dad about life. That is so cute, Farine. I think it's so important. You know, it, it might be, sometimes it gets boring, obviously. And obviously at my age, I don't want to yeah. sit there. And t- but it's it's because he has so much, obviously our parents. They have wisdom. Yeah. They have wisdom. They I do. mean, after the lecturing, you got to think, okay, there are some points that my dad said that are actually worth listening to. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So this comes from experience, whatever they're saying, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that was really nice. Um, how did it even come about? You guys started talking about this topic. It's because um, sometimes people do take advantage of you. And I think um, my dad, even though he, maybe he doesn't have a degree, but he's still so nice to other people. But sometimes that nice thing that he has, may pe- people may take it like wrong. Yeah, so there's a there's a phrase and it's like, don't take my kindness as weakness. Yes. And I think that applies here. But anyway, the advice that he gave you, I love that so much. And it's so true because like you said, you could be educated, sure, be an expert in your field. But if you're not a nice person, then no one wants to work with you. That is this bottom line, right? Um, also, I think it goes back to the phrase that I think Mariam will back me on this, right? Because she's always talking about networking. Mm-hmm. And it is the phrase of it's not about what you know, it's who you know. That That's I'm so telling good. you now. I mean, I'm only a young 25 years old, but I think that is very, very, very true. You know, because people help each other, and that is it's all about your network, isn't it? And who you know, what they can do for you, and if they should do anything for you. Because are you worth it? Are you a nice person? Are you gonna give them that favor back as well? Yeah, definitely. You don't walk around with a "I have a degree" thing on your forehead, do you? Mm. you everyone, <laughs> everyone just sees by who you are, who how you you're are. talking, what yes. you say. 
So I think that's just a really important. How you come across. Yeah, the first impressions. Yeah, I think that's such a lovely thought of the week. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you. I just really <laughs> love it, and I I do really think that impressions matter so much. Maybe first impressions. Yeah, we say that, but just generally as well, like how you are in the workplace, how you carry yourself. You know, being the bigger person. Yeah, definitely. You know, all of these things really, really do matter. People, someone seeing you, someone knows what you are like. You might be thinking, oh, "It's fine. I can get away with this." You can't. People know what you're like, and especially in this day and age of technology and easy sharing globalization yeah, yeah it might it might might backfire on you exactly you know so i love that little advice that your dad gave it's about how you carry yourself and you know little things like manners as yeah. well yeah always be humble with other people you know this nothing you're never bigger than anyone yeah we're all on the same level here we're all breathing the same air so there's no reason why you would have just because you have this or because you have that there's no reason to make a balance I love that. Thank you. And I guess that kind of links in with um obviously we are reflecting on the month of Ram- Ramadan this month. Um sorry, I st- always struggle with it because I've been saying Ramadan my whole life and then I I started working in a um Asian South Asian dominated workplace and they all kind of mocked me and they were like why are you saying Ramadan? It's a Ramadan. So I say Ramzan. Ramzan, yeah. yeah but is that that there's obviously your own way of saying it and then there's an the English way of saying it. That's why I was like Is that the English way? Ramadan is English, um, but then at home because I'm Bengali, I would say Ruza, which is a completely different Rosa, word. Ruza, yes. Ruza, yeah. I yeah. guess you're getting it. We're getting there. But yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Ramadan. Um, I guess that's kind of the reflection. It's you can leave that time off. Sorry, okay, she's just sorting out time in the background, guys. It is radio technical. Um, but yeah, it is that reflection, isn't it, of like leaving this world behind obviously because it is just temporary. And I think that kind of ties in with the month of Ramadan almost because what your dad's reminding you of is people are going to remember who you are but your education yeah it's important for you and it's always good to better yourself but at the end of the day that should just be an add on to who you are that's not your whole personality it's not your whole personality literally it's what are you taking when you die you're not taking anything you're not taking your cars you're not taking your property you're not taking money no you're taking who you are you're taking what you were like you there's good deeds little good little good deeds that we do that's what you're taking thank you yeah exactly so it's so important thank you so much for that again um i after that thought of the week i just it's taken over for me to be honest it's something to honestly such a good reflection now that when i was in the car and he was telling me this i was like yeah yeah you know how you kind yeah, of zone out yeah zone out and when parents I was, <laughs> lecture you yeah. yes literally and when i was well, now that i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about it, i was like it's such a good it's such a good lesson to say and honestly it's really important for us to remember this thank you yeah um so actually, I'm going to move on to our hot topics. You There's no thought of the week. No, I don't have a thought of the week. You've taken over. You're too busy today. You're too busy to think about. Okay, maybe maybe my thought of the week could be. Um, okay, so I know this whole theme of reflection is happening, right? Mm-hmm. It's happening a lot, and um, that is what Ramadan is about as well. And I think it's also a theme for our radio um, this month. But I want to just think: When do we actually reflect? Like, when do people actually take that moment? Because um, yesterday, I was actually, um, I had some free time, which is so rare. So rare. I had free time. And I was like, wow, I can, what should I do? <laughs> and then I thought, wait, this is the perfect time to reflect. This is the thing we talk about on Sister Speak all the time. Um, and then it's just about how, how do you reflect? So maybe you want to write something down. Maybe you're going to go through. So like, I have, you know, the notes app on yes. the iPhone often there's little bits that I write there 
Um, so maybe it's just going through your notes app again or, or cleaning up the notes app if you have random stuff. I found so many takeaway orders on there. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Yeah, and just little things like that. Um, and obviously this is a pre-record, so it'll be the end of April, I think, when this is on air. Yeah, it will. Yeah, but we had, I recently, well, last month, we had Mother's Day. Yes, so that was really, really nice. And um, I think it was a definitely a moment for me to think like, why are we celebrating it? Do I want to celebrate it? Because obviously people have mixed opinions. Yeah. Mother's Day is every day, right? At the same time, it's nice to take that appreciation moment, whether that be on the day or a different day. Um, but yeah, it was a really good time for me. Anyway, my thought of the week has completely spiraled. But um, <laughs> No, I think Mother's Day is really important. And like people, like you say, every obviously every day is Mother's Day, but just one day to remind me, to remind them that, you know, you're like my whole world. Yeah. I think it's really nice. And you know, the fun thing about this is that here in the UK, it's Mother's Day it was Mother's Day, the same day as Father's Day in Spain. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. so everyone from my uh, Spanish friends were all posting Happy Father's Day, Happy Father's Day. And, ev- and from my side, from the UK side, everyone's going Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day. And I had to post both of them. Oh, because you're Spanish because and now I'm you're Spanish. English too. And now I'm English. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm half and half. So I don't know what I'm going to do on Father's Day in the UK. You're going to have to wish your mum Happy Father's Day as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But UK is one of the only countries that do it in March. Um, Mother's Day. I think most other countries do it in May, I think. Yeah, it's, I think it was yeah. May as well. It's just a UK thing. I don't know. I think it's related to spring. Oh. It's like flowers. Probably. That's just my theory. But yeah, thank you so much for that again. And that's sort of the week segment done. Uh, we can move on to our hot topic. Um, well, really for the first half of the show, before we move on to the second half, which is reflections on the month of Ramadan, Ramadan. See, I can't do it. Um, but the first half, we're just going to ask each other some questions as we do, just to get an idea of how we deal with certain situations. And these are going to be from the cards that are from Freshly Grounded. Farin, uh, you can ask a question to me first. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, by the way, these Freshly Grounded cards, we have been using them for this whole um, Ramadan series because they are really to reflect and they are really deep so my first question to you Sonia is what choice could you make this week that would minimize stress uh, a stress such a big thing and obvious and you know I'm gonna back you on this Sonia's never free she's always so stressed mm-hmm. every single time so I think this is something that you should reflect on and I talk about what choice could you make this week Honestly, Farin, I I need to really think about this. I put you on the spot. I know, but thank you for asking me this question because I think I need to minimize my stress levels right now. Um, I hate that this is going to be my answer, but I do genuinely think I need to wake up earlier. I think that would be a that's the choice that I need to make, you know, because it's not enough hours in the day. That's how it feels. But also, if I wake up earlier, it always feels like you can do more in the morning. Even if it's Ramadan, like during I'm fasting, obviously it's coming towards the end of Ramadan. But, you know, that period where half the world is still asleep. Yes. Or half the people around you. You always feel more productive. I'm telling you, you feel so productive and you can just tick off so many things. And then at least that late, like relieves my stress for later on in the day. And like even at work, for example, like our Wi-Fi, we've had serious issues. <laughs> um, but early in the morning when there's no one there, you can get things done. So if I came a bit earlier, I'd be able to do that. Not just about work, but they're like even at home and certain things that I have to do for like um, side hustle and so on, like creating content or, or replying to people. You know, when it gets the day gets busy and then it's 5 p.m., 6 p.m., you're like, oh, it's the end of the day. I'm busy. I'm tired. I'm hungry. But if you get that done at the beginning of the day, you've already ticked it off, right? You already have. You woke up with that 
I'm going to be yes. productive today. Especially, you know this thing, um, I had a friend and she wakes up for Fajr and doesn't sleep after that. Wow. I don't know how she does it. And she just starts her day from there and it's like, that's Inshallah. what we should do as well. Yeah. And you know what? I, that, I think that ties in though. You can't go to sleep late at the same time, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. definitely. I like I pray for Jed and I, I sometimes I feel fell asleep on the on the prayer mat. <laughs> and so what you have to do is obviously go to sleep early, like you said. Yeah. And the thing is with this kind of minimized stress, when we have this free time and we can do stuff, I, what I do is go on my phone. So I'm always saying time management, time this. But whenever I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to do, I'm just gonna go on my phone. Mm-hmm. I have so many things to do. I'm just thinking, I'm exactly. gaslighting myself Trust into thinking. Me, Farine, we're all the same. It's a problem. It's, it's a, a problem. problem. But yeah, that is a good question, and my answer is definitely. I think I need to make the choice to wake up earlier and do things. Wake up and be productive. Yeah, definitely. Time management. Again, we always say it's so important to manage your time. There's 24 hours in a day. Um, oh, no, don't say it. That. I'm not going to say that. that. <laughs> I'm not quoting anyone, by the way. Don't quote anyone. Okay, Farine, I think it's my turn to ask you a question. Go on, then. These questions are really good. Okay, I'm just I'm just flicking through some cards now. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to just go through them like this. Okay, what should you slow down on talking <laughs> no what <laughs> because <laughs> i think everyone that knows me i just spe- uh, sometimes i speak so much but i don't make any sense and again my dad he's the one that humbles me the one that's always been like why are you say you're saying so much but you're not saying anything so i'm going to slow down on you know talk as uh, think before you speak which is something that really? all parents say yes but you you're a radio presenter i know and <laughs> it's so ironic you know but i think it's because i'm i have different personalities when i'm in kind of different environments so when i'm here i know what i'm saying so so you have the capability of slowing do, down thinking yes. about what you're saying and choosing to say those words but when you're outside of the radio studio, you're saying that you don't. Yeah, I think because at home, I'm, I just feel so comfortable that I just say, like, what are they going to okay. do? Nothing's going to happen. So I just say whatever. And then. Oh, but you don't don't think of it like the consequence. You think of it like just you yourself. Like, what do I want to present as? What do I, you know, want to say yeah. in this moment? Um, but yeah, I didn't think that about you, Farine. Honestly, you are really, you're quite articulate. You're you're smart, Thanks. mashallah. Like, <laughs> so I did not understand that you have to slow down on talking. I wouldn't have guess that yeah i don't know it's kind of ironic it's like um i have some more my some of my moments so your brain is moving faster and no your mouth is moving faster than your brain i think yeah (laughs) that's funny (laughs) what about you what would you slow down on um everything i'm sorry i never asked you your question we'll ask that i'll come back to you that's okay well i would slow down on not everything um No, because it's, it's, it is what it is. Like, you have to do all of this working stuff. It's cost of living crisis. Can't slow down. Um, if you think about it, we'd never stop. I'm f- our brain is always functioning until the time that we go to sleep. That's mm. when we I feel like we slow down. And we're, not, we're like half sleeping at the start. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's very true. What would I slow down on? I actually don't know on that question. It's a weird question, but... <laughs> eating <laughs> <laughs> guys it's ramadan and you know how it is you just iftar you see food you eat it um, yeah honestly eat one date pray and then open your fast i know bit, i mean bit. this is obviously going to be at the end of um ramadan but i i think we should all remember that you know please don't eat heavy food and then start praying that's like the worst thing you could do because you can just feel it coming back up when yeah, you bend you down as well and 
even if you don't i think it's unfair to the people around you as well if you've eaten so much food if you're trying to pray if you're at the mosque as well um but yeah i think um we'll get delve into that in the second half of the show yeah, i can't wait to talk about that but um farine i want to just quickly ask you i know we i'm not going to pick a different card just the first card <coughs> which was what choice could you make this week that could minimize your stress what was your answer be for that let's see so of this week what i can do is the last week of ramadan so what can i do to minimize stress obviously my exams are coming up my a level ones yes. i've been fasting for the whole month and revising as well so to minimize this stress i'm just going to think that everything every dua that i made in ramadan is going to help me in oh. my a level exams that's my kind of way of dealing with it even if i think i didn't do much revision or i'm not ready for this exam i just know that you know it's never obviously it's in god's hands now yes yes it's obviously it's deep i'm not going to say it's never that deep of because course. it's my a levels exam yeah. but just if it's because the thing is with me when i do an exam if it comes bad if i did it bad then i just did it you're never going to take the paper back and redo it again so well, I think what you said is very good like you've done everything you can. Yeah. So at this point you let that stress go and think I've done as much as I could do and now the rest will be in God's hands. Yeah, yeah literally I never I never used to cry on about papers. I just had this mentality of I got my grade now if what my teacher is going to do, you know. It's kind oh, of Oh, Farina, that's such a great mentality to have. I don't know why I have this mentality. Yeah. All my friends will be like, "Oh, no, this is the background." I used to be it's like, like what, where, did, where did we go from here?" Yeah, like, let me solve the problem instead of crying about it great it outlook it's what it is your grade does not define you again yeah i mean obviously it hits hard if you felt like it's unfair like you've worked so hard and you don't get the grade you think you deserve but like you said it is what it is now definitely appeal if you want to appeal then the yeah. options are there um i was kind of like you back when i was in school <laughs> a <laughs> lifetime ago this is a really weird thing about me and i'm going to admit it on radio for the first time i enjoy taking tests <gasps> No, you don't. I do. <laughs> Can I, I used to look like I had a feeling the other day, and I was like, "Wow, I really miss that feeling when everybody's going to the hall and they're checking your ears, and then you're getting your little pencil case that's see-through, <laughs> handing your phones, or you know, you've put them away in the locker or whatever. I just love it. And then you've got you look at the clock. Everybody's looking at the clock. You have a certain amount of time, and then you know that feeling when you go back and you think, "I know I've got that right. I know I've got that right. Okay, so I've got a minimum of fifty marks. Out yes. Of it. So you start doing all this counting stuff, and there's invigilators walking by sometimes they give you a like, nice smile like I see you I see you working hard you're real um, just all these little things miss can I have a rubber please like just that process <laughs> so now I actually can't believe exam this. hall no you can't believe it because you're still there I'm still there you're yeah. doing your A-levels but now that I've, I've literally left uni like four years ago just that that's not happened since then so honestly I'm telling you it's such a it, you know why Farine because you work so hard for something and then you do something that determines whether or not you were good at it and it's like a it's a yay or a nay it's a pass or a fail yeah. now in life I can do things and do things and do things and there's nothing to tell me that it's correct or I've passed or I'm doing well there's nothing there's it's no that validation from the exactly. A star maybe it's a deep rooted issue however <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with tests and exams I like like I said I enjoy them so yeah I've now admitted for the first time that I miss doing tests I, I think it's because you see it as something fun of your of your high school times but because I'm doing it now I then honestly <laughs> I think it's just the validation part because you're working hard for a reason to achieve something now it really is just working hard to get by <laughs> to, yeah. to live to survive but yeah that's my uh, confession 
Um, we've got still a few more minutes, so let's do a few more other cards. Would you like to pick a card now, Farid? Yes, let me pick. I read this really good question. Mm, what about keeping in touch with people do you find the hardest? I think this is a really good question. Okay, could you just say it again, please? Yeah, what about keeping in touch with people do you find the hardest? Okay, so I think that's a very broad thing. So just keeping in touch with people, but the hardest part would be replying to messages and finding time to meet up. But on the replying to messages, definitely that. Because, you know, you someone messages you, you message them, and then they message you while you're doing something, so you've opened it and you couldn't reply, and then that's it. And then you completely forget. Um, that That's just... Uh, I think one good thing is my friends, or the people I talk to, are very good at understanding that. Like, we don't have no weirdness. They're not going to be like, oh, you forgot to reply to me. I'm now going to unfriend you forever. We don't want to like <laughs> that's that. That's the my age people think. yeah thank god i have grown out of that <laughs> um but definitely yeah i think messaging part um and yeah keeping up to date with each other's lives it's sad to say but sometimes you, the only way is via social media that you might find out that someone's had a baby or something yeah um which it's not it wasn't like that before you know you'd be there throughout the whole journey of something um but it's just it's hard isn't it people are busy yeah and um, what grow. about you if you, i just flip the question back to you um yeah what do you find hard like um to keep in touch with people what's the hardest um, part i'm going to say with people obviously uh, now in college i see them every day i'm just yeah. going to talk about my my people uh, my family back home yeah. i never speak to them i obviously uh, through social media but it's just really hi how are you good how are you that's the only conversation and but then when i go there i'm like this is my family and i get so comfortable but when i'm here i never when whenever my grandma video calls me i'm always doing something or i'm in class because there, there's a time difference so whenever she calls me i can never i can never pick up and when she's talking with my mom then i'm doing something else or i don't feel like talking which is it's something. just not the same it's, it's not, not the, same. the same when you're in over facetime or social media rather than in, in real, real life. life i'm exactly the same like that like i can't me and my friends if you saw like a message like a whatsapp between us it looks very bland and it's like are these supposed to be best friends but then <laughs> when we meet each other we're, we're you know besties we have deep conversations you know you'd think oh yeah they really are a really close group but it's not the same on I don't know I'm maybe I'm not good at messaging and no no I completely agree with you and whenever it's just the same conversation there's mm. nothing flowing but it's weird though because like phone. you mentioned like with your grandmother back home even I have some family back home and again when they're on the phone here my dad FaceTime shows it to me I'm like hey just you do yeah. the formalities have you eaten yeah I have make the world for me thank you you too that's, and it. that's it but when you go there best times ever you can talk about anything right and you have that openness so yes definitely but i think it's really important even the minimum effort that you make to talk with your grandma because she's my only grandma left so Aww. i that's and i was lucky enough to meet my grandpa before he passed away and like um years ago so i was really you know i didn't have that oh i didn't keep in touch with him before he passed away so i think that was really important now i want to keep in touch with my grandma that's and good. it's good that she knows how to you know use a phone now really good wow really good. Oh, thank you so much. Um, we'll do one last question before the first half of the show. Uh, what does patience mean to you? Patience is, I always say this, is something so important. Patience and humbleness are two things that I keep, they're like key things for me. Because if you don't have patience, it's just life is going, like time is for everyone is the same. So if one minute for you is one minute for me. So just patience is really important. So can you give me examples of when you've had to be patient? 
So, for example, I see it sometimes with uh, my, I don't know, my mom, someone who doesn't speak English. So you go somewhere and people don't have the patience that, you know, she's, why would you make, why would you, so imagine I'm going with my mom, right? And she doesn't speak English, for example. So she'd be like, you talk. No, but you need to practice your English. So the people that's in front of <laughs> me, she needs to be patient. That okay, she's trying at least. You're in a you're in a new yeah. country. But you, so that's the patience you're putting on someone else. On oh, someone else, they yeah. need to be patient. Yeah. Just yeah, because I think I'm a really patient person. I really don't peop- don't people rush people into. People are not patient. I yeah. think if I know if I've seen anything, people are not patient. That's what I'm saying. Well, I no think it's really important. But patience, I agree. I think it's something that um people should practice because you want the same patience extended to you when you need it do you know what i'm trying to say i could be not patient towards you then one day i need someone to be patient for me so especially if you're like a you don't know you never know when it might benefit you you could be late to something you could be struggling to articulate yourself you could be taking long to work on a document yeah literally it's because we're all humans we'd never you're never i'm never going to work at the same pace that you're working at so the fact that you're going to be patient with me just because i'm maybe i'm new at the job maybe i'm learning to drive for example yeah such an important thing absolutely everyone just learns and does things at their own at their own pace yeah Yeah. literally Uh, that's a really hard one actually because you expect people to do things the way you do you just expect it you do and when they don't you sometimes just can't think you know you can't comprehend it but it's like no have that patience because someone was patient with you one day especially when you were a child and in school learning (laughs) just speak to a teacher i think we needed a teacher on this topic (laughs) we do they would be like oh let me tell you about patience you know (laughs) you might think you can't think oh my god what's going on like but not actually show it that you're being like because you're just rushing them and they feel bad. I yeah, it happened to it, me. Yeah, it makes the other person feel like they can't. Yeah, it, it makes it makes you feel small. And I'm talking oh. from experience. It's so bad. It's just I have just obviously I came from a new country. Then everyone around me was everyone so used to everything. Yeah, and I was just like you know I just came here. Give me you some know, patience. Some patience. Exactly. Yeah, you take a chill pill. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for that, Fareen. It was a lovely first half of the show. It was. Um, so just again, on the second half of the show, we will be talking about the month of Ramadan, how we went for us, and just reflecting on it and how we're going to move forward as well. So please do join us again for the second half of the show, um, which is Sister Speak. Okay, thank you guys so much. Assalamu alaikum wa You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome back to Sister Speak. And I'm here with, well, I'm here with myself, Sonia, and I'm also joined with... I'm Fareen. Asalaamu Alaikum. I was going to say the same thing. Welcome, Salaam. Hi, Fareen. Um, Hi, in the first half of the show, we um, went through some freshly grounded cards. Um, we just asked each other some questions, which Fareen did mention we've been doing throughout the Ramadan series at Sister Speak. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to even get involved or share some thoughts and ideas, you can do that. How, Fareen? So you can uh, message us, like DM us on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Sister Speak. Um, I just want to say we are starting a hashtag called Thought of the Week on Twitter. So if you do put your Thought of the Week, we can maybe repost it and you can let us know your thoughts and obviously your thoughts of the yeah. week. And we will also say it on radio yes, eventually. So if you tag us, I'm mean, hashtag, whatever it is. And yeah, we will 100% share that on radio. It will be lovely. Um, but yeah, and obviously, like I mentioned, that was the first half of the show. We went through our Thought of the Week. Um, but the second half of the show is about reflections during the 
month of Ramadan and also coming towards the end of Ramadan. So just reflecting on the whole month. Yeah. Um, so bef- what I'll just ask you a general question, really. How was Ramadan for you? Um, how was the start of Ramadan? So we just do it like in chronological order. So how was the right. beginning of Ramadan for you? The beginning, obviously, for everyone is always hard. You're getting back into this. You're kind of changing your whole routine from eating every day to not eating so it's always hard especially revising for my a levels you just can't be mm. asked you're always so tired and Aww. yeah so that's how my room and i think but i'm actually really excited for this star i was really excited for the start of this ramadan because it is my first ramadan here like my whole month wow it was your first time ever my first time ever actually the UK, fasting the yeah. whole 30 days in the uk because uh last year what i did is i came here for the i think it was a like easter holiday or something so i stayed here for two weeks and then went back there for another two weeks so it was i was kind of all over the place you know okay, you don't really yeah. feel it was just kind of yeah you're more focused on your traveling and back yes. and forth from spain and the uk Okay, so that's really nice. Um, I think for me, just the start of Ramadan, it was definitely the dehydration that gets me. I always get, I mean, naturally, I think everybody's dehydrated. People don't drink enough water. So now imagine during Ramadan, like, you know, you don't, because you can't just fill yourself up with water, if that either, because you're just bloated by the yeah. end of it. So it's it's about having those sips throughout the whole night <laughs> and trying to get your liters in there. So that was definitely a very hard moment. And working, it's only my second Ramadan ever, I think, working. Um and it sounds, I know people do so much during the month of Ramadan, but Ramadan, see, I tried it that time. Um, <laughs> people do so much, but it is, it's an individual thing at the end of the day. So some people it could just be easy. Um, but like, I remember when I was in school and A-levels I did as well during Ramadan, I actually was fine almost. Like I think being in school, you're just so preoccupied with learning and so on. And you, you know, you got deadlines and that's what you're thinking of. And for some reason, when you're a teenager as well, sleep is just whatever. Like, you can just sleep at any time. It doesn't matter. You can stay awake till 3 a.m. It's fine. But now, I just feel like I have to have my sleep. Um, so that was definitely really hard to adjust to at the beginning. Um, I didn't know how to really, like, wake up for Zehri and stay awake and obviously pray and then m- try and maybe go back to sleep or wake up. Like, it was very difficult trying to get that timetable sorted. Um, but now I think I'm just trying starting to get used to it yeah the first three four days are always so hard and everyone around you you can just feel you can just feel the kind of tiredness is it a word yeah yeah, you can you can just feel it that everyone they have fatigue yes they have uh, what do you call this under eye bags eye bags they have (laughs) eye bags i think it's called under eyes (laughs) you have eye bags and you have all of this and everyone's kind of in a bad mood which is something that you know happens yeah cranky yes but you've got to manage it you've got to manage it because then look now like i think everyone's actually more positive people are have energy and it's amazing to think that you can literally go the whole day daylight hours not eating and still have energy it's actually kind of amazing no you and you mentioned college as well i think with college you literally forget to eat yeah. i was i was he, uh, college like from eight to four and i just wow. li- i don't know one little chocolate bar or something and just because yeah. you're just so busy with everything yeah your lessons you have your friends you have your breaks but you're not you're not thinking about eating you're just thinking about no yeah. one's gonna be at college Exactly. Um, but I'm really lucky that at my workplace, we have this leniency of timing during Ramadan. So um, like we had a chat and they did say like any time, any week that you think, OK, you know what, this week I'd like to start maybe at 10 a.m. one hour later and make up for it at the end of the day or make up for it in out of Ramadan. We could do that. 
Wow, um, that's know, really good. I know, I was really blessed to be working in a like a Muslim workplace. Um, even though my manager, she's not Muslim herself, but she totally understands, obviously, and she took us aside. She said, anyone, like individual, it doesn't have to be a group thing. You just tell me how you feel. Um, but to be honest, like I said, slowly, slowly, I think I managed it better and I wanted to go in at normal times because it's it's about making Ramadan, you know, it has to work with your life, yes. not separate from your life. That's how I felt. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. shouldn't be something completely separate. It should be entwined. That is the whole thing, isn't it? Is this including it in your lifestyle, but kind of not making the whole thing about it? Well, I don't know. Say that again. So it's, <laughs> so it's your fasting, but it's just your normal daily routine just but without eating. But you should eating. be able to do both, though. You, but, but yeah. you should obviously still try and... Uh, do more praise during that time and so on because I mean worship Allah obviously because that's the whole point like you will be getting more reward um, but I think it, yeah it is true like you don't make it two separate things don't think I have to stop everything now and too yeah. fast yeah. or like I can't do anything because I'm fasting like try and bring the two together I think yeah. that's totally true um, but yeah as we were mentioning the f- beginning of Ramadan it was actually really nice for me because um, it was one of my little cousins it was her first like full fast as well oh, yeah I know and um, so her dad organized a Ramadan quiz mm-hmm. and in our family and it was so much fun um, like I said that energy came through like no it, even though people were fasting people were shouting you know you get competitive um, but it was really nice because it was like some questions we had which were like easy quick fire questions mm-hmm. so like Muslims give charity during the month of Ramadan what is it called obviously mm. it's zakat yes um, so we were screaming that <laughs> <laughs> but then other ones were a bit more harder like can you name the caliphates or something like that and, and you had to do it in order as well and I was like oh this is difficult oh, wow. but we learned because then when we got it wrong obviously my it's family yeah. the right answer yeah and it was just such a nice vibe so I think anyone that's listening now, you're looking for a Ramadan activity to do. It is the end of Ramadan. Um, Ramadan quiz. I'm telling you now, it's so much fun. Do some written down answers and then do quick fire rounds. It's <laughs> the best thing. Um, it's so good to have like family time as well, which is so important in exactly, Ramadan. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that is um, obviously I'm going to talk about that a bit more. The middle of Ramadan, I think what was really nice is that me and my family, we went to so many people's different, like, different houses. We had invitations. Um, it's just nice when you have that family and friend. And I think it's, even if you're the one that's hosting it, it's so rewarding for you to do it that. It is, yeah. To, you know, to feed other people, like, to provide them with food during iftar as well. Um, it's the best thing. Um, did you have many in, like, did you go places this Ramadan? Um, this Yes, iftar? so I went to my, to my... <laughs> Sorry. I went to my local mosque every day and obviously you meet... It's the same people every day, isn't it? <laughs> sorry, Farid's just giggling a little bit because... Um, sorry, it's just a technical difficulty. Yeah, so I'm the, as I was saying, sorry, it's the same people that you see every day. So you just... Even if oh, you're so not... Did you always them, open your fast in the mosque? I always open my fast um, in the mosque because... At home, you just get so busy with um, working and everything. And um, my mom, obviously, it depends on what my parents are doing. So yeah. if my mom feels like making a star that day, then she w- she was going to oh, make it. Oh, I understand. Okay, okay. Um, what about yourself and your siblings? Do you ever, like, do you guys try to help out during iftar? Yeah, of course. It's so important. Please help your moms, dads, whoever's making the iftar. Just, it's so rewarding for you as well. And I did help my mom throughout the month. That's good. Mashallah. Because it's just me and my mom, the only two ladies in the house right now. So Aww. it is really important for me to help her. So just twice um, men should help as well yes twice a week we used to eat at iftar at home and then we would go mosque and yeah. you know is socialize is it nice at the mosque because I don't actually open fast at the mosque so I'm not sure what it's like there it is so nice you know everyone's like doing the same thing and obviously my my whole like I said my whole my first whole 
Ramadan month here because I used to open a meme and my dad and that's, that was the only oh. thing. So it's such a compared to last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. This Ramadan was so good. It's just full of everyone around me was fasting. That's it was just really not nice. just me and everyone asking, "Oh, where what are you not eating? Why are you doing that?" Where you're I know, yeah. I I had a Ramadan when I was at uni and not many of my friends were at university because it was that exam period. So you know, it's like some people are there, some students aren't there. You know how it is during exam period and yeah. um I actually like recall quite a few because I would take a picture obviously. I'm on the train home and it's just me and a sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like me and like my drink, my bottle of water and some fruit that I've bought from Greg's or something. I'm just sitting on the train on the way home having that. And it's not like loads of people have to do this, right? All across the world. Um, so it's, it's, it is amazing. And we need to kind of give yourself a pat on the back if you are that person that you're by yourself. There's, you know, only you and God are holding yourselves accountable yeah, for this, literally. right? You're doing it because you want to do it. Because where the people around you, or you're on that train, they don't know. No one's looking at you saying, oh, it's time to open iftar, quickly, quickly, grab your water. There isn't that. It's just you yourself. So I think really well done to those people that obviously do manage to do that. And like you wow. said, Farine, you and your dad, you and your dad last year were doing that all by yourself. So it's nice that you had a different experience this year. Wow. I really liked what you said. You know, the, it's just you, God in you. It's exactly. so true if you're by yourself. And we are so grateful that we at least have food. There's some people that op- just open it with so many little things. Yeah. And I'm, they're still grateful for it. I mean, that was kind of the one of the topics that I wanted oh. to touch on. That obviously, we, we live in the UK and there's a cost of living crisis, right? And I'm just reflecting because I remember when I was really young, or maybe because I was young, so I couldn't tell. But it did seem like I was having a lavish iftar every day, every night. Um, because you naturally want to prepare good food because you've not been eating, right? But I do remember having so many dishes on the table, like pakoras and samosas and rice and... Um, chickpeas just fried stuff so many things you name it you know like stuff from the shops chicken chips everything and um obviously i don't think that was i think we shouldn't have done that every day anyway um but slowly slowly i have seen that kind of die down a little bit and there can be some iftars where we just might just have only just fruit One and dish. chickpeas do you know what i mean literally just two little things there and that's fine though i'm not saying little now but it's fine because that's what you would eat for a meal and you'd be fine like if that is not you eating the full three meals of the day that you might have, it's not breakfast lunch dinner snacks yeah it's not it's just a meal to open your fast right um but obviously touching on cost of living crisis um do you think that Obviously, there might be people out there, even us ourselves, like I said, I do think that we should be being wary of how much we eat and how much we're spending as well. We do. So if, if for example, when we were making iftar at home, if we know that no one's going to eat it, then no one's going to make that dish. So why are you spe- why would we spend money on making that when we know no one's going to eat it? It's wasteful, isn't it's it? It's wasteful. It is. So that's why we just make the food that... It, we just plan it in in the day and this we didn't make like three four di- different dishes we just make two for example that's so good, yeah. curry rice and then something healthy and that's it and we know we're gonna be it's something that we eat every day that's every good, day for lunch yeah. every day for dinner so we know it's gonna be feeling. i think i think the way to do it if you do want to obviously people you like to indulge a little bit i'm not saying it's right or wrong but then there maybe could be one day a week or if you know you're going into someone's house or you're hosting a like a big iftar party or whatever it is maybe that can be your time where you're like oh i'm yeah. gonna try something new i'm gonna make a chicken pie or something you know um but yeah i do really i'm glad personally in my family that we have really cut down on the lavish everyday over excessive iftars with there's so many of each item and dish and so on i'm really really glad i'm um, slowly slowly that we did stop doing that um 
because it is just overindulgence like we said and wasteful because then there comes a day and it's like okay this is your you have to have a leftover day where you have the leftovers of everything yeah um but then if you don't have that then it literally goes it's wasteful bin. yeah so it's, it's and that's the last thing you want to do during the month of ramadan you don't want to be throwing food away so it's just um, to make what everyone's going to need in that family yeah. you count how many people there are how many how much are you obviously you don't you can't count how much you're going to eat but you can yeah, make up estimate estimate also, yes. i think that people even like i'm saying myself it's always to myself first like you don't have to be so like i've been fasting so i need an amazing meal like at the end of the day you don't do you just need to open your fast because you eat one pe- one slice of bread and you it's will be fine it's enough yeah. and you get so full after everyone says that but it's so true and uh, we actually experienced it so yeah. you eat one spoon and you're like oh my god I can't yeah, do it anymore yeah you can have a few spoons of rice and you're and good you're to good. go yeah, yeah literally so I totally agree with you on that and I think we should remember that like let's not stuff ourselves for the sake of it right um, but yeah I'm glad to say like I said this Ramadan we definitely cut down in a good way and just had what we needed to have um, which was fantastic and um, Yeah so uh, another topic I wanted to touch on is just how we might continue this post Ramadan and I'm not just talking about the food obviously I'm talking about habits and everything exactly so with Ramadan I think I said this in before and I really do talk about this with my friends I think it's such an interesting thing to because we all see it so in Ramadan and I do as well for example in Ramadan you cut off on listening to music for example and then the day it finishes the day after you just <laughs> you yeah, just yeah, no, it, it happens, yeah. Yeah, so this the thing is Ramadan is not um it's not a month obviously it's a month of, you know, reflection, it's a month to worship Allah, but after that, like you still have twelve months. So with my thing is after Ramadan I try to consider the rest of the months as Ramadan as well. So things that I for example, in thirty months I stopped, I don't know, doing something, then for the next month I won't do it. So for example, listening to music, if I'm cutting oh, you it mean off thirty days, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. 30 days, for example, I want to cover my hijab properly. Then after Ramadan, I'm still going to cover it properly. I've been doing okay, 30 days with okay. it. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's really good. I think for me, it would always come down to like praying five times a day. Yes. Because it's like in Ramadan, sometimes like it's like nearly everyone I know, we manage that five times a day prayer. And I don't know what it is like. May obviously is a blessed month so that's the whole point right you should be doing it and you may feel that encouragement just from around you just knowing that this is the time to be doing it everyone's doing it i don't know what it is but you do it you have that motivation and it's like so you manage to fit that into your lifestyle and your schedule so you just have to keep doing it you just have to yeah. keep doing it and i is fajr prayers is the one that everyone struggles yeah. the most and i personally struggle the most with them but in ramzan it just feels so easy to do it yeah. and it felt so easy during the month so do you think now that for future purposes obviously we're coming towards the end of ramadan and we're going to move on to non-ramadan months like we're not going to be fasting we might not be fasting if we wake up for fajr and pray mm-hmm. do you think it might help to eat something so it's like you've woken up for a little snack as well i don't think is so is that wrong is that i don't it's because I why would you want to eat if you're not fasting to be honest why would you wake up in the night to eat yeah you just wake up for fajr and go to sleep yeah. like i said I, yeah, well, fajr should be enough motivation much. actually i completely take back what i said the prayer should be enough motivation right not yeah. nothing else but you're saying to wake up and doing prayer time and eat something not eat something but maybe if you carry on that routine like oh i used oh, to wake up okay, eat, yeah. pray you know just yes. see what i'm trying to say i don't know why i just feel like the ramadan vibe is so different so when you wake yeah. when you know when 
we've been normally waking up at this time and we've having this food and we're like okay we know it's ramadan but when it's not ramadan then i don't think i would wake up and be like oh i'm gonna eat I know, this it's now silly. it just it's feels like, how weird doesn't go back it? to sleep i always struggle with that anyway um one thing another thing i wanted to talk about was um just the feeling of Ramadan because you mentioned that as well and when I was I lived somewhere else before and it was the summer Ramadans they were so beautiful lovely it was amazing and the, the ironic thing is Farin I remember when we got into the summer Ramadans and we thought how are we going to do this how are we going to do it it's it's 18 hour fast you know nearly 19 hour fast it's it's like 9.30pm we're opening our fast we're you know revising studying at school working hard dehydrated all of these factors came into play and we were so worried about it I mean even though like I said people around the world like we mentioned Iceland Sweden they, they do these fasts for like 20 hours and so on um, but the thing is we made it work and it ended up being amazing and even things like um, like the iftar events that were happening and prayers that were happening Eid prayers and so on even like I said Ramadan prayers it felt nice because it was warm outside and it was just a good vibe. And like I said, where I lived before, it was very majority Muslim mm -hmm. around me. And it was because it was like um, in the night when it was a time to pray Tarawih or if it was like Fajr, you, people are awake and um, people were active and it was a very good vibe all round, I would say. Um, but I don't have that anymore from where I am. I've now moved to an area where people around me aren't fasting because they're not Muslim. Um, and also it's cold. It's not It's not hot anymore. I know, it's such a big yeah. difference because you have to fast. First, you have to fast longer and this is just... It's just not the same. You could, yeah. after your fast, what we used to do is we used to just walk around our neighborhood. It was warm, that's why. Yeah, right? it was warm. So after eating so much, we used to stuff our face and then we just walk around like, oh my God, I'm just going to chill out a little bit because you just feel so much energized after you eat your iftar. So that's what we used to do in the warm. But now that it's cold, nobody's going to go out with their coats but to eat. But having said that, I, what I actually want to say is, I think I'm making new traditions this Ramadan um, because obviously now it's been in this March-April period for a while now. I'd say nearly th three years or two years or something. So, you know, I'm making new traditions and I think that like certain things like there's a big iftar and so on, they're underneath a canopy tent. So it's not out in the open in case it does rain. Um, and just different, obviously, you're not going to have the same like fruits like watermelon we used to have in the summer. It's just um, adjusting to it. Yeah, to the exactly. Weather. But you have other other things and also because it's um a bit earlier certain things are still open so if you want to do your grocery shopping for example i'm just giving a random example the supermarkets are still open so you could even have that period after iftar um when it's like 7 8 9 p.m things are still open things are still running you know that could be a bit of you trying to do things that you might not have been able to do during the day do yeah. you see what i'm saying so like before when iftar was so late it was like 10 o'clock you're like i have to go to sleep i have school tomorrow like i don't have any more hours in the day whereas now it's like actually i could stay up and do my homework i can revise i can catch up on anything i need to catch up on because it's still it's still only 9 p.m it's like only 9 I'll, I'll be okay it was 8 p.m even like you'll be fine um so i think that's it's different but we're i'm definitely learning how to adjust to that i think like i said new traditions like yeah it's not as warm when you go out for a walk but you, you get used to it wear a coat yeah <laughs> <laughs> wear a coat you'll be fine literally you have we had 30 days to get used to this yeah. stuff it's such a long time you know if you think but about it it is and like i said obviously now i don't have muslim people around me where i live but um it's a, now i go to the mosque whereas i never used to go to the mosque when it was the summer ones i don't know why but now i have the chance i think i just saw and it's funny because it was social media see it can be good sometimes it can be good it yeah. can be good sometimes one of my friends she kind of put it on her uh social 
And I was like, oh, wait, that mosque isn't far from me. They have a ladies section. I'm going to go to it. And um, and I went to it with my younger sister. I took her along with me. And even see, even though she's got school, because of the timing, she can come. Whereas in the summer ones, she wouldn't be able to come because she's like, I've got school. I have to go to sleep. Now, you know, eight o'clock is fine. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. Um, so we went to the mosque and it was really nice. I think those are feelings when you're there, obviously... It is community definitely makes a huge, huge difference. It does. It does make such a good difference. Everyone around you is just it's the same feeling for everyone. We're all praying together and it's just we just open our fast, went through such a long day and now we're just praying together and it's just such a relaxing Sharing feeling. That feeling with someone yeah. else, you know, you're not alone with doing this. Even like I said, even though it is between you and Allah at the end of the day, it is nice to have some other else. people to do it with, yeah, and especially after having such a lonely Ramadan. Not yeah. this one that was actually so nice. Everyone around you just we're on the same path here, so I think it was just really nice. And yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Farine. That's really nice. But like I said, yeah, I think you obviously mentioned you did go to the mosque quite often. So the times that I did go, I would like I said, it, it's just nice to have that like solidarity almost. I think and someone to share it with and talk about your different experiences that you are having. Um, but yeah, like we talked about how Ramadan was for us, the start, the beginning, how we're going to continue our good habits that we've picked up during Ramadan. I just want to talk a little bit, obviously, about reflection, which is our main theme. Our main theme, our Ramadan series for this month. Yes. So did you did you actually reflect during this month of Ramadan? I think I did, you know. I think this Ramadan, because, again, it's such a big community, so everyone is fasting, everyone the same thing. So we just... We know what we're saying. We know what we're doing. So I think reflecting in this month is so important. And I think I have been doing it. And I've been trying to get on my dean, you know, just developing that. Because coming... So last year, I wasn't doing it as much. I was just so stressed out. I don't know why. I was so You're stressed out. You were back and forth from the UK I was back and, and Spain. forth, yeah. literally. So I didn't have time to stop and be like, this is Ramzan, you know. This is a, t- a good time to reflect and talk with Allah, make dua, which is... Again, so powerful. So I think at this Ramadan, I did reflect. And obviously having all my friends and family around me and uh, the, this big community where it just feels nice when you know they're doing it as well and they're yes, reflecting as well. I'm saying. It's nice to have your community and your peers that join in. But um, you were saying you reflected. How did you reflect during this month? Just during my prayers. I think every after every prayer, I just... It's kind of nice, especially especially after. So you have your um, Fajr and Sehdi and everything. I just used to sit at the, my prayer mat, just sit, sitting there. It just seems so peaceful. And because it's Ramadan, that you don't want to be wasting your time using your phone, which is something that I would do. I don't know after Fajr time, you don't have yeah. anything to do. I, I can't sleep, so it's just something. Reflecting is honestly for me after before sleeping when I'm kind of sleepy, just lay down and just think about life. That's kind of my that way. Is, of that is reflecting. That is thinking about what's happened and. You know, it's almost like evaluating what went well, what went even well. better if, <laughs> yeah. EVI, if you know, you know. And talking with my friends as well, like yes. talking with about your, how was your fasting? Oh, it was bad. It was okay. This is yeah. something that you should talk about. This is the time. Absolutely. And I think even us on radio here today and every radio show we have really, that's a reflecting period because you're looking back on something and kind of seeing how it went for you. Um, that's why we wanted it and want to know everyone's thoughts as well. Thank you. Say it again, Farine. We want to know everyone's reflections this Ramadan. So do DM us on Sister Speak. We will be reposting them and talking about them because this is not just a me and Sanya thing. This is a whole community thing. Yes. Like we said, Ramadan's for everyone and we all have our different little struggles and our little wins this month. So we do want to know about them. So do DM us on Sister Speak. <laughs> Yay, I love that. Thank you. And like I, Sister Speak is definitely... 
you know, coming together this Ramadan. It is, it mashallah, mashallah. It's been having such a big improvement. I'm glad you think that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, in terms of reflecting during this month, um, I also do think that praying definitely is like the best thing. But like you said, just talking to people about it, like it's it's an amazing thing that we do. Sometimes we forget because it's so normal to us now. Like your mum and dad have done it, your your uncles, aunties, grandparents, neighbours, everyone. But it's actually you're doing an amazing thing. So uh, well done to everyone that fasted during this month of Ramadan. Yeah, it was a hard month. We got through it, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. And yes, inshallah, we can continue with our good habits post-Ramadan. And um, thank you all so much for listening and do join us again um, next week on Sister Speak. We will be back to our normal time which is 6pm on Wednesdays. Please do join us then. Thank you again guys. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.org